Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Baba the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today, we're talking about Enola Holmes 2. Do these do these movies have, like, anything else in the title, or are they just Enola Holmes? Nope. Just Enola Holmes. Yeah. And that's it. But yes, Enola Holmes 2, which uh, released on Netflix, like, a couple days ago? Yeah, it was, I think, last weekend. Okay. Um, And I was, you know, excited about it. I enjoyed the first one. And I think I enjoyed this one even more. I didn't remember seeing, like, a trailer for the second movie. Did did something cut? Like, I, f- I felt, like, completely blindsided <laughs> by this movie coming out. No. I was like, oh. Um... I think I recall seeing a trailer maybe on my Facebook or something. But, you know, okay. I think with a lot of, as I, I do with a lot of anticipated movies and TV shows, I try to not watch it, you know, um, and just... The trailers and stuff? Yeah, and honestly, sometimes they're hard to avoid. Like, when we go to the movies, you have to watch them sometimes, obviously, Um but if it's not, if I just kind of scroll past it on my Facebook or on my Instagram, I'll kind of just keep going because I, I like to be surprised. Yeah, for sure. Um, and kind of going back to what you said, um, I don't remember like absolutely loving the first one, but I, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the second one. Mm-hmm. I had a really good time watching this. I don't know if I was just a little bored with the first one but i i felt like everything felt introduced in the second film so we can kind of just get the ball rolling and i i think and i think that's just kind of what i needed i think there was just a lot of there was a lot of setup in the first one um especially with enola which i get because you know she's a character that we have not been introduced very much we have very very many iterations of Holmes of Sherlock mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and even Mycroft and even Moriarty so it's just um it's uh it's nice to just kind of have the movie get started with Enola Holmes already already set up we already have the boy what's his name Tewksbury yes he's so and cute we see a lot of familiar faces it was great to see them um but yeah, I I really enjoyed the second one um a lot. Yeah, very, you know, I liked that it was very teen uh driven as well, you know. Um Millie being a teen herself and producing it again. I think I remember the first one being that she's like the youngest executive producer ever or something for that movie. Um and this one for just the first movie? Yeah, for the first one. Um, nice. and like 
this one you could also see like she has a lot of she has a lot of hand in it and i think netflix gave them um an even bigger budget for this second one because there's even more places more interesting locations and sets and we have like a background of a really like a true story of the matchstick girl um uh like strike uh and walkout that they had kind of overlaid upon so it's kind of a nice like teen feminist kind of story um that i think it's like definitely good in in the second one yeah yeah i had yeah i was i was curious about um the the match girls because yeah it definitely sounded like it was it was based on true events or something because they had that picture Mm -hmm. and at the end info at the end Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I really yeah. like that. I really liked the new characters that we that we introduced. I felt like Sherlock was in it a lot more oh, in the first yeah. movie. Like I a lot more. Can't be mad about that. I mean <laughs> I, I I'm glad he was there, but I'm glad he didn't overpower it. Because no. I, I I mean I mean maybe I would have been a little bit happier if he was in it more in the first movie to kind of help get us started. And then yeah. maybe he could have been in it a little less this movie, but I, I thought he was really funny. I love that uh, Enola finds him, you know, drunk on the side of the road and she like helps him home. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought they had really great brother-sister chemistry. It was very cute. Yes. Um, and then they help each other with their with their uh, cases. So I, I, I really liked it. I really liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, great cast. Definitely a very ensemble cast-esque um the second one much more than the first one i think really the first one was just focused on enola and even tixbury because that was kind of the driving force of that but i didn't feel like there was a like in the first one there there just wasn't a through line with the mom and like there just wasn't like an overarching story until we got to the end with tixbury and like the mystery but this one the mystery is that a little girl shows up at enola's um uh, this like a detective agency that she set up and no one will ask her to do anything because they're like oh you're a Holmes but you're like you're like 17. You're too young you're, you're <laughs> a girl you're yeah. not your brother like it's 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 all very it's all like they underestimate her mm-hmm. and you know they doubt her when you know she did such a good job on her first case in the last movie and everyone's just putting her down like oh that wasn't you that was your brother and she's like um actually <laughs> Yeah, she feels more mature in this. She makes a lot more, you know, She's but she's still, like, 17 years old. So her, like, you know, her choices aren't always the best, in the, but the way that she goes about solving mysteries is different than Sherlock Holmes. She tries to, like, really immerse herself in uh, the environment of the match girls, actually works for them, and uses her femaleness to an advantage you know people underestimate her and then therefore they don't see her as a threat and she's able to get away with a lot of stuff right and and a lot of the antics that she gets up to like i'm glad that they kind of discuss those like when she goes to the ball without a chaperone Mm -hmm. yes yeah you can't you can't speak to my son without a chaperone like you can't just be alone with a boy and she's like you can't <laughs> like, yeah. it's just she had no idea like she's she's kind of out of the victorian era um 
from what her just what her mother has taught her, which is to be the ultimate feminist. And so she doesn't really have those social norms ingrained in her that a lot of the Victorian era people have. Um, and it's fun like that, you know, because we're seeing the corruption of the Victorian era. We're seeing the costumes, the, you know, hair and makeup, the kind of um, dirtiness of the Victorian era overlaid on somebody who is generally pretty like well off, you know. But still not yeah, part like the of society. Classes of people. Yes. Um, yeah, classes of society, uh, for sure. Um. I, yeah. What are you gonna say? I. I don't know. For for like for a little bit, it was because, because uh, Henry Cavill was in it so little in the first movie. It his homes didn't quite seem like a Sherlock to me. Yeah. But like but like a little bit of a of an other Sherlock character. You know? I don't know. Yes. Danny and I were talking about it that we just don't feel like he feels like a Sherlock Holmes. I think he's too pretty to be sure. That's literally what we were saying. We're like I think he's too pretty. I think that exact thing came out of either my mouth or Emily's or Danny's mouth because it was it like It definitely came out of my mouth. <laughs> He's so handsome. Like, it's really hard to, like, look past that and be like, oh, you're also, like, really smart, you know? Like, I think I think it works for, it works for The Witcher because he's a lot more otherworldly looking. Um, and so it kind yeah. of has that, that balance to it. And then, you know, it obviously works for Superman. Um because he takes himself extremely seriously. And so seeing him in this role, I mean, I'm not mad that he's in this role. But it is an interesting take on it. It's an interesting take on Sherlock that we haven't seen before, which is a much more pretty boy version. <laughs> yeah, but when he would do his... um like when he would do his sleuthing, like he would look at the clues, and, and so I really felt like it, it it was Sherlock when he was doing stuff like that. But he just wasn't always doing stuff like that. Because I mean, if we're comparing him to RDJ's Sherlock or even Benedict Cumberbatch's Sherlock, um, they're just they're constantly in this Sherlock mode where I feel like Henry yeah. Cavill's Sherlock would would get into his Sherlock mode, but then he would get out of it and just be like a normal human being. Well, because he was also a brother. So like we yeah. saw more of him being a brother rather than a detective in this. Like he's protecting uh, Enola. He is... Um, it's like her guardian, basically. Yeah, he, he's her... Like she's his ward. So he yeah. has to protect her. And so it was definitely a much more brother and sister relationship, which I liked. Um, because, again, we've already seen a lot of Sherlock. And do we really need yeah. to see more? Like, he did solve something in this, and that was pretty exciting. But um, Enola, like, having that relationship with her brother is the point of the movie. Like, it's about Enola. It's not about Sherlock, so... It, uh... Right. Agreed. Agreed. I definitely like the 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 brother sister dynamic they have going on, and I like that. You know, I, I love movies like this. I love Sherlock Holmes types movies. I like uh, 
I like whodunit movies. Yes. Yeah, mysteries because you're just following along, waiting for all the pieces to drop, and it's and it's fun having a new Sherlock Holmes esque story to follow because like I didn't think that they were gonna bring up Moriarty or Watson yeah. at all because yeah. I thought because judging by how the cadence of the first movie was going. I thought that Sherlock and Mycroft and all of them really were not going to be in these movies. And it was really just going to be Enola. But they've really started entangling them within this narrative to where, obviously, we learn from the second movie that Moriarty comes into play. And um, and uh, and eventually Watson mm-hmm. will come into play. Um, Which the actor who turned out playing Watson, um, we've seen him a lot in a lot of things. Himish Patel um yes wasn't he in um yesterday or something yes he was in yesterday he was in this one movie about him going up in a balloon really far um was he in the in the text and not taxi oh he wasn't in the balloon it was it was eddie redmayne but he was still in that movie um he's in so many things he's like he's truly a very very popular actor in Britain right now. Like, I feel like he's been in so many movies. He was in Don't Look Up. He was in Tenet. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> like, yes. he's just he's showing up. A lot. A everywhere. Lot actor. Yeah. And he's, he's really great. We didn't, we didn't love yesterday, but, but I have been enjoying the other stuff that he's been in. So um, if you would, if truly, like, I feel like I've just imagined this, but if you had asked me, Oh, who would play Watson in, in this Enola Holmes environment? I probably would have said him in in some version. Like I would have been like, "Oh, who do you think's going to end up playing Watson?" And I would have thought maybe Himish Patel. <laughs> Just oh, I'm so I'm so bad at, at 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 guessing stuff like that. I did I did guess um who Moriarty was. Oh, uh, you pre- did pretty. Not not super early on, because you know I'm not nice. that good. Um, but but I did I did guess it before. Um, anyone else in the household watching the movie? We all watched this together, um, and we were kind of bouncing around. We obviously thought uh, another new face we got in this movie was a Grail, right? Gra- yes, uh, yeah, Grail. David David Th- Thulis. <laughs> I thought I thought you pronounced his last name. Thuelis. Like I thought the I thought the I thought the E was was later in his name. <laughs> wow. I just I just learned something today. I thought it was Thuelis. Oh, wow. It's not. It's anyway, not. Lo- love that actor. He's really good. Uh so definitely we definitely thought that Moriarty uh we we were bouncing around to maybe it could be him. Yeah. Um cuz he's evil. So. Yeah, he's very evil. Um but kind of as we were bouncing around stuff, I was like, I was like, oh, what if it's um, what if it's his assistant? Yeah, Doctor <laughs> Leah Kynes. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I bet it's his assistant. <laughs> and then, and then we find that that she reveals herself, and they're like, oh, Emily, you did it. And I was like, yeah, I mean, of course they wouldn't make it a white man. That's already been done. I know, <laughs> and this actress, um, Sharon Duncan Brewster, was. On, in another gender bent role in Dune. What uh she was the doctor, Leah Kind. She was <gasps> like right, the you doctor. Know, yeah, 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 yeah. And it 
she she dies in the movie, but she does have a large role, and she's traditionally like in the book a man. Right, right, yes, 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 she is. Yes, I liked her a lot. Mm-hmm. I thought she was she was very good. Um, that that Victorian dance was so fun. I I loved like everybody's costumes. I loved like just the hoity toitiness of it. Uh, Nola not knowing what to do and. Um, and then her dancing with Tewksbury was so cute as well. I loved it. Yeah, in the bathroom. So oh, cute. I know. Every They're time so they were cute. alone together, I was like, what are people going to think if they see them alone together? <laughs> it's it's crazy how much Millie has grown up. I'm, I'm, try- I'm trying not to let it. <laughs> oh, I know. Trying not to let it bother She's, me. Yeah. She- She's 18 she- now. She's uh, 18? Yeah. Oh my goodness. I know. She's oh my goodness. She's a she she is she's one year older than uh than Kira Knightley was in um or wait, it was Nellie Portman. No, oh, you're right. She? Kira Knightley in, in uh Pride and Prejudice and in um uh Pirates of the Caribbean. She was only seventeen in that. Wow. I know. Wow. I I that's know. <laughs> Abs- that's that's bonkers. Millie oh my does look like she's 17 though. Like I feel like she's just appropriately that's you know, she doesn't look I mean she could look older, but she truly does you know, I I like that she's not an adult in making this movie. You know, like it kind of like yeah. works so much. Yeah. Um, she looks so much older in this movie compared to the yeah. first movie. She still oh, looked yeah. very young and that's and maybe that's kind of why I thought the it was a very small romance that was happening between her and Tewksbury in the first movie and I like that they they elaborated more on the second movie after they've grown up a little bit I don't mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. it just they, they just still she just still seemed like they both seemed just like babies in the first movie and I'm they really did yeah but they like actually like you two you're too young <laughs> but they they actually like in this movie they feel older like they feel like They've been developing a sort of relationship, her and Tewksbury, and now at the end, they they like kiss and they're like dating. You know, like it it kind of works that they're not just like, oh well, this is the Victorian era, so dating means you're gonna get married. Like <laughs> they're like, oh no, we're just we're just doing this now. You know, we're just we're just figuring it all out. I mean, you know what? <laughs> they both have their careers, and I and I like that they even talk about that. They still feel too young. Especially Tewksbury with his political job. Yeah. He's like, I don't even have time to date. I just, politics takes up my entire day. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sure it does. I'm sure you don't have any time to date. I mean, it's like, I only think about it except for when I'm thinking about you, which is um, all the other rest of the time in my life. <laughs> which is, which is every other time I'm not, I'm not politicking. <laughs> I love it. I I mean, it was cute. Like, I love little romance. I love, I mean, of course I'm going to love it. I. It's just, it was a lot more fun, a lot more interesting this time around. Uh, a lot more fighting. Loved when um, Enola kind of, like, took down or, like, got behind Sherlock. Uh, that was really funny. Um, it was a little bit of that in the um, behind the scenes with Millie and with Henry Cavill, like there was, a, they were showing them practicing that move where she kind of like jumps around him and like gets him in a chokehold. 
Um, yeah. And they yeah. Were, she like she loved doing it. You could really tell that yeah. she had a good time with him. Yeah. Yeah. They've been doing a lot of press for this. I've been seeing a lot of interviews, a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Netflix really wants this movie to be popular and it probably does get pretty good views. Yeah, I'm not sure uh, what happened. So uh, after I watched this movie, I um, I watched it on Tuesday and then I went into the office for work the next day. And so I was hanging out with my parents after work and, you know, my mom was looking for something to watch on Netflix and I was like, oh, mom, you should watch the Enola Holmes movies. Mm-hmm. Um, she tried to search them in her search bar. Like she logs into her account. She picks her little profile. She tries to search it. They will not come up. What? Like she cannot search these movies. Yeah. Is she spelling it right? She was spelling it right. I have no idea what was that. Like, I call call Kimmy and she, like, you know, logs in. She has Netflix on her iPad. She logs in, picks my mom's profile, searches from her iPad. Yeah. And and she's able to find it. Like, it pops up for her. I don't know what was going on. That that sounds like something needed to be updated. (laughs) I don't know. And... I thought it would help if 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 she cleared her cookies or did something, but um, that might have made it worse because now she can't log into Netflix. Um, so I don't know what happened. <laughs> this this is this is past my expertise. I don't know how to help her. <laughs> I did everything I can, <laughs> and I've made it worse. Um, so hopefully she figures it out. I hope she does. Uh, one I of my really so favorite creators on um, on YouTube, Rachel Maxey, got to go to the premiere of this, and they told her to make an outfit. So she dressed up like the, <gasps> um, with the like blue kind of military looking jacket uh, with the buttons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was really cute. Um, it, it was like in New York City. I was like, oh my god. I love that creator, Rachel Maxey. I'm always like, man, you, you deserve it. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, she's she's so great. I love watching her videos on YouTube. Um, do we want to take a short break before we continue? Yes. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. All right, we're back. Um, it's like, like like IMDb TV is just is just playing while I'm on the Enola Holmes page, and it's this is very distracting. Like right, it's, it's bringing up so much stuff. Yeah, 
There's tons of what? like back. It always does this. It's just like always Wait. playing a video in the background. Okay, there we go. I gotta turn off autoplay. Okay, there. Goodness, it's so distracting. Can it really is. Not like it's bringing us up about like the Terminator. I'm like, I'm I'm not even <laughs> I'm not even talking about that right now. Why did you bring this up? Um, okay. I was uh, I was thinking that I also found it to be more satisfying with her mother, Helena Bottom Carter. Yes. There was um, such there was such a like they felt so detached in yeah. the first movie. I know they kept doing the flashbacks and they did more of the flashbacks in this movie and I thought they were they were better since we've 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 really gotten to know these two characters better. But it's just I don't know, the the introduction of her and her mother, it just felt so off and weird. That's that's why I, just I agree. Really, I really didn't like the first movie as much. Um but yes, I loved the scene with Helena uh, in, in this movie where she breaks her out of jail. It was so mm-hmm. good. Yes. It was so good. And just, it, she just blows everything up. I love that. Yeah, they have I a carriage. They have a carriage chase. She's like throwing like little smoke bombs. And yeah, like in the first one, she kind of, she abandons her daughter for the cause. And it just feels really weird. And like you said, disjointed. This time she was like, I love you, my daughter. You know, go forth, continue with your, you know, very um, independent life in, I think in the it middle was of because, London. Yeah, I think I didn't like the first movie set up so much because it just felt like everyone had abandoned her. And so I was yeah. just mad at everyone for abandoning her and that Enola was just on her own. And she, like... I know she's supposed to be learning everything about the real world from her mother and she's supposed to be, you know, ready for this, but she wasn't, she was stumbling around. She was running from the cops. She was doing this or that, like trying to stay afloat. And it just, it just felt like such a struggle. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want that. From yeah. Nola. <laughs> like what? Why? Why? Why is this happening to her? It just was, it was just so chaotic and I just didn't like it. Yeah, like, we have some stability here. Can we have some family stability? No, they're not a normal no. family. They're no, they're not. And and Mycroft as well is is such a douche. So it just really <laughs> doesn't. And I love that it's Sam Clayflin. I know like, he's such... <laughs> he's he's such a oh, he looks like such a toothpick like yeah. as as Mycroft, and he's just perfect. I love him so much. He's got yeah. such a stick up his ass. I know. It's good. I love his character so much. I um, wish he was in. I wish he was in this movie more. I think he he, he wasn't did, in. He it. wasn't the first movie, right? He was in the first one, but he he was only in a photo at the in the credits of the second movie. Yeah, yeah, he re- yeah. We really didn't see him at all. This except for some pictures um, of the family. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So there was a lot of there was a lot of characters like we went into that awesome. Um, showgirl theater um that was super fun and got introduced to like may um while we were looking for the girl was it nancy or no sarah um so it was really for sarah bessie bessie was looking for sarah bessie her her sister yeah yes um i did like seeing a little bit more of the victorian era uh what it was like for a lot of people obviously these work these factories and things but it is it is still like i said like a teen movie so it's it's not really gonna get into like it's not like gritty it's more fun it's definitely like a 
reimagined and also um, fun way to explain the Victorian era as well as have like a very charismatic central character. Like I feel like Millie did an even better job in this movie and all of her asides to the camera were a lot more fun, a lot more intentional, felt a lot better than the first movie, but still, you know, funny. Um, yeah. You know, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Just, yeah. A, you know, comparing it to um, persuasion and the, in the looks in that one, it, it just does it a lot better. It's better written into the story. Um makes you not feel like they're just there for no reason that they're kind of like you're along for the ride as well and yeah just like everything compared to persuasion i mean persuasion (laughs) persuasion um yeah i also like the little scrapbooky type when she was narrating specific like she was giving us extra information Mm -hmm. the, the little scrapbooking looking uh style of the way information was told to us was was really cute yeah yeah i, really, I love that this, this movie had had a really nice style and i and i think it w- just worked a lot better in the second movie than it did in the first one um i'm looking at the trivia and it does say that sam claflin could not reprise mm-hmm. his role as Mycroft Holmes due to scheduling conflicts in the second movie, but the mm-hmm. director is really hoping to have him in there for the third one, if there's going to be a third one. I mean, there were a lot of people in this movie, so honestly, like, we didn't need him. <laughs> there was a lot of new characters, too. Yeah, yeah, and it's nice to, you know, give give them some time, because, you know, these girls, like May and, and Sarah and, and Bessie, they really needed to... Um, like they we needed lots of scenes with them to kind of see what was happening especially as the two cases were were merging um with sherlock's and so yeah i mean like mycroft could have probably just been like a tiny little cameo scene or something or you know he could have instead of having a scene with with sherlock maybe it could have been a scene with mycroft instead like you Mm -hmm. know when she first gets thrown in jail or something like Mycroft could have come down and you know whatever I don't know um but see I'm looking through uh I've got a fun trivia it's kind of cute um which I liked because it was a callback to the first movie uh before entering the matchmaker's ball Enola dresses the viewing audience by removing her mask and saying tis I then puts her mask back on saying tis not I Enola's brother Sherlock is portrayed by Henry Cavill Superman. The running joke about Superman Clark Kent is that it is merely a pair of glasses that is the difference between the two and no one notices. <laughs> yes. I mean, a masquerade mask I is know. a lot it's easier at hiding, hiding your features than glasses are, but yes, that is that is a very... <laughs> it, it's, it's a real stretch. Uh, with it's yeah with the Henry Cavill thing, but I did really like the callback, the tiz eye, because she says it and it's so cute. Like, it, I mean, Millie is such a charismatic lead. She just she's she was born for this. Like, her acting is so mesmerizing and adorable. Like, I just love her. Like, there's there's a reason why you know Stranger Things is really popular, and it is in part because of her. You know, there is like. Something about her that she just has this attraction to everything around her, you know? 
Yeah. And I love that. Um, it, it was very easy for me to, to not picture Millie as her, yeah. as her 11 character in this. Cause obviously they're very different. I mean, um, my only thing was was still thinking that she that she's a lot younger than she actually is because you know she's growing she's growing up so fast. Ah. Um, yeah, but yeah, we've lived a lot of life watching Millie. Um, you know, since since the basically the beginning of Stranger Things. I mean, like I said before, she was in a lot of she's in a lot of other things, but we didn't really realize it. You know, TV and stuff like that. But yes, this IMDb TV was showed me that same video too. I saw her as, uh-huh. as Alice and she She's looked so, so different. I was like, is that Millie? Like I, it didn't look like her for a second. Cause you know, she, she really grows into her, into her facial features. Um, yeah. And her, just her face shape looks so different now that she's older. It's, it's crazy. Um, uh, yeah. But they shot Stranger Things like in 2015, the first season. So, like, you know, seven years ago, she was 11 years old. Like, you know, she, you're going to look a lot different in, when you're growing up. Also, she, you know, in her interviews is very candid. She says a lot. She talks a lot. She's very vibrant in her interviews. Um, it's just part of being a young person. I saw saw on this TikTok. I don't know if you sent it to me. Somebody sent it to me, but she was like, I think it was Casey that sent it to me. She was like, um, doing a lie detector test. And they were like, yes, you're like, Millie, um, you said that Finn is a bad kisser. Is this true? And she was like, yes. <laughs> you Just said, like, you said like, you said kissing was terrible because yeah. your first time kissing was with Finn. Is, is Finn just like a bad kisser? And she's yeah. like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. Like, do you know if he's gotten better? And she's like, not with me, no. <laughs> she also has, like, revealed that, like, Henry Cavill is really a, a very private person and does not like to even discuss with her anything about his private life. He's just a very business business kind of man. And I think she's had so many relationships with other people in the in the film industry that want to get to know her and want to share their lives with her. You know, Drake being a, a good example that, when people found out that she was texting Drake and she was like, you know, 13, 14 years old and he was texting her as if it was like cool and everything. Um, it was, it was like, people were like, that's a little bit weird. Like maybe, you know, don't be texting a 30 year old, like a 30 year old should not be texting a 14 year old. Um, and it just is like, okay, maybe we should analyze the relationships between, our child actors and everybody around them. And I feel like she has very easily expressed that Henry Cavill keeps very private and does not want to, you know, breach their a business relationship, which is great. Um, but yeah, I think she's just, she's so thrown by it because everybody around her is not like that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, with, especially with child actors, everyone has their own opinions of this or that. I mean... With the, it's just, it's, it's, Millie is not our daughter to, to tell her what or what not to do. Yeah, um, exactly. It's just as, as long as she's safe. <laughs> and, she's doing, <laughs> and she's doing, and she's making the best decision. Her, her I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't want to have an opinion about this person because, again, it's so hard for me to see Millie as an 18-year-old because I still see her as baby 11. Well, so that, just, yeah. Children are... Are their children? I, I was doing the same thing with Tom Holland in Uncharted. Like he just, it's I was so like, no, true. Tom Holland. Tom Holland's twelve. Don't tell me that he's that he's an adult. Well, that's not true. That's different because he's not newly eighteen. He's like twenty six. <laughs> yeah, true. Very yes. <laughs> well, yes, exactly. Okay. Oh, so funny. Uh, um, okay. Any more trivia? Any trivia? I don't know. Mm. Oh, uh, I don't see anything. No, nothing. Nah. Nah. No, 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 no. Uh, let's look at these Palat keywords, and then we can get on to the Metascore. Um, we've got sequel, second part, detective, runaway, fight. Cool. No, like, no, like Holmes character, Sherlock Holmes character. No, I don't know, mystery, murder, <laughs> fight even, it's on there, which, F- uh, feminism? Okay. <laughs> like, there's, I'm sure they're there, but those are just the first five that are, that are, uh, showing. Um, I feel like they could be better though. So this movie got a 65 meta score with 13 positive reviews and 10 mixed reviews and zero negative reviews and i was looking to see what the first movie got and the first movie got a 68 meta score so actually this one got three points lower but it's still in the green yeah we i did the exact same thing had a had the old movie up um, <laughs> but yeah yeah did the, you already read the the positive how many positive and mixed yes okay um, all right. No negative reviews. So, so let's go down here and see what we got. There's several 50s to choose from. Wow. Oh, wow. You're right. We've got a, got a whole four to choose from. Um, let's see. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, this. Okay. Those are all kind of saying the same thing. Um, all right, I'm gonna do the IGN one. Um, what should a high spirited family film instead? What should be a high spirited family film instead feels leaden and overstuffed. More concerned with laying the groundwork for a hypothetical sequel mm. than spinning a quality mystery. Oh, the result has yeah. the look and feel of a traditional Sherlock story with a feminist spin, but little of the substance. I. I don't agree. No. Um I yeah, no. I I feel like the detective work was cute. Like I liked the I liked it. I liked the like, you know, trying to find like finding the apartment with that letter thing. Like the the apartment where the girl dies. Um, oh, the bell, the bell, the bell uh Yeah. The down apartment. in yeah, with yes down in like uh, the east end but i i felt like there wasn't enough of that kind of clue deciphering i don't know there there was some it was a long movie I mean, there there felt like enough for me like yeah. cuz we had we had enola doing some some clue mystery finding stuff mm-hmm. and we had sherlock doing it too because he was trying to find he was trying to like he uncovered moriarty basically yep i 
I mean, I like all of the, all of the looking for, cluing for looks and, and all that stuff. <laughs> but like, I, I also liked that it was just about Enola figuring out what she wants and, 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 you know, hanging out with her family a bit more. I, I mean, I, I kind of liked how it was all encompassed in that. Uh, cause I mean, I, sometimes I feel like the Sherlock stuff can really just all be mystery solving and some, sometimes isn't like character building. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read the 60 from Time Out because I think it kind of addresses what you're saying. It says, for an evening in, it's reliable entertainment. That's thanks to mainly Stranger Things charismatic Millie Bobby Brown, whose charming, brilliant, and surprisingly fighty sleuth steps out from the shadows of her more famous brother, Sherlock, in a sparky story of young feminists socking it to corrupt 19th century Jensen bent coppers. Yeah, I hope I hope in the third installment she kind of moves more because I I also just don't want a female Sherlock mm-hmm. just just doing stuff that male Sherlock would have done. Well, I don't think like, that's gonna happen. <laughs> it's, obviously, I I kind of want her to step more into and 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 she did she did in this in this movie. You know, she helped the the match girls, you know, fight against the factory owners, being like, "You're killing us. Why are you doing that? We should strike. You know, boycott you. You know, whatever." Uh, do all of that. And I kind of want to see her do more of that in the third film, like maybe help, help out more, more girls that, that need help or are lost or in trouble Mm -hmm. um, with her mom. Like I'd like to see her fight alongside her mom, maybe in, in, in the next movie. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm liking now that I am better acquainted with Enola and kind of what she's about. I like her to, I'd like to see what she makes of her own Sherlock character so that she's just not, she's not just Sherlock. Yeah. The, the Roger Ebert one, which is an 88 says it's a cheeky breezy sequel. That's better than the original. And the character has a better sense of who she is. She spends more, she spends less time explaining more time on action. Yeah. Yeah. Mystery Aided Center is inspired by a real life event that is genuinely inspiring. Yeah. There you go. I like it. Yeah. Um, And then we have one 100 to read from uh, Collider. We've got Enola Holmes 2 is tightly paced, leaving just enough breathing room for the characters to thrive and do what they do best. It is a film with a lot of moving parts, but not so many that the audience will lose track. And in that way is a film deserving of a rewatch or several. I could definitely see myself rewatching this one. Yeah. Probably just skip the first one. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I will definitely watch the second one yeah, many times. Helped by the addition of a romance plot, honestly. Yeah. Like more of one. Like I'm, yeah. I'm always like, just put your faces together, people. You're both too hot. You're both too close to each other. <laughs> I was, I was. I was a little less that, but I was, but I was charmed by it. I was like, sure, sure. You two can, you two can hold hands and, and dance, <laughs> dance, dance with arms straight, straight across, you know, let, leave some room for Jesus in there. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, geez. Because they're still children. Yeah, okay. yeah. Like, right. yeah just... 
I, I can't I can't look at them in any any other than that capacity. Like just two middle schoolers like going to see a movie and sharing a milkshake. Like that's all I can see. Oh, that is. I love I love your um. I love your version of of young love, Emily. <laughs> Your, your chaste I, version of young one. <laughs> it's very, very <laughs> I, it's yeah, yeah. I, okay, all right. <laughs> I'm enjoying this very much. Continue. <laughs> all right. Um, that was in Ola Holmes too. That was in Ola Holmes too. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review our podcast. You can do that on. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Stitcher. You can also do it on, on IMDb. Alessandra made us an IMDb page. Um, so leave your reviews there and let other people know that you like our show. Um, also, um, what? we what? still have a few more days left for you to ask us questions before we do our next toppings, because um, I'm releasing this before that. So uh, get your questions in for our sixth anniversary. Right. We don't know what to do. So we're just going to hope that you guys send us in some questions and uh, we'll just waste some time answering them. Um, so that'd be great if you could do that. Anything. We'll answer. Maybe not. Maybe not everything, but, you know, well, any, whatever. Reasonable questions, please. Reasonable questions. Like, like, don't go asking for personal stuff, obviously. Um, but yeah, that'd be great. Please, please send those in. We want to we want to answer some questions for you guys. Uh, and you just completely derailed my I'm so out. sorry I have no idea what to do oh, where am I god I don't remember I feel like I feel like the bugs and bug light bugs life I gotta fucking find the find the path again um <laughs> if you want to email us you can email us at all the popcorn podcast <laughs> at gmail.com uh, you, you could also you could also uh, follow our social media. We have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. Just search All By The Popcorn or All By The Popcorn Podcast. Uh, and we have merch. So please check that out. Um, but thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk to you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.